Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on my Elevate podcast. So in addition to the awesome interviews, a few times a week, I come on here just to share some quick thoughts and tips I think will really help you in a practical way, either your business, your mindset, or even your health. So while you're waiting for your Starbucks or picking up the kids or maybe just brushing your teeth, these are good quick hits to help you get on your way. Hey, everybody. I am here to talk to you today about something that is uh, very near and dear to my heart and something that actually comes up almost on the daily in conversations with other people. Today, we're going to talk about why imperfect action always wins. Imperfect action. So little background. I am a semi-recovered perfectionist, and I say semi because there are still little things that I can be quite particular about. And one of the people in the studio that's recording this actually can attest to that. But for most things, I can be very easygoing. And I have relinquished the need, and not even the need, it actually was more like a self-imposed paralysis around being a perfectionist. So a little history. As a little kid, I would actually get stomach aches before school because I had colored outside of the lines either the day before or on my artwork that I was taking in. My mom tells the story that I had a constant stomach ache from the time I was like four or five till like I don't even know when, uh, just because I was so locked up that I wanted everything to be perfect. Um, later in life, when I got into the working world and I was actually working at Deloitte as a public accountant, I would actually lose sleep like literally lose sleep because I couldn't quite get things to balance or I couldn't find the perfect explanation for something that was going on with this account. Um, it was it was a problem. I actually can remember one time sleeping in the office at Deloitte. And by the way, we had to wear suits back then, full suits, underneath my desk because I'd worked so late and I couldn't figure something out and I had a meeting the next morning. And so I slept under my desk for like, I don't know, an hour and a half and then got up the next morning to figure it out only to go into the meeting and the client couldn't give a shit. It, it was so immaterial. It meant nothing, but that perfectionism had sent me into the spiral of like just full like anxiety and just ridiculousness because I wanted something to be perfect. As a new young person in real estate, similar things would happen. I would get paralyzed over not knowing how to perfectly comp a home or know the perfect answer to a question that a client might ask, which as you can imagine, as a new real estate person, there's a lot you don't know. So you're every day getting asked stuff you don't know. And I would just beat myself up and get caught in this thing. And so I would try to like combat that by being perfect and getting all the answers ahead of time and thinking about all the different things they might ask. And it just was like a very stressful, not enjoyable way of navigating not only my career, but quite frankly, life. This need to be perfect was causing me massive anxiety. Um, but really, the thing that was most um, detrimental, I guess I would say, is that it was ultimately slowing me down. Instead of making me better, it was putting the brakes on my progress in my career. In my young years, I had a mentor who ultimately became a business partner. And he was, and is, he's still here, very, very smart. Uh, and quite accomplished. He had, you know, done some incredible things in real estate. He was featured on magazines. He was, he was somebody that I looked at as a, like a guru and a hero. Um, and he did a ton of business and his clients loved him, but he definitely wasn't perfect. His contracts could sometimes be a little 
messy at first blush. Um, he definitely was not interested in all the details. He was very, very smart and he was very protective, but he didn't get caught up on all the little things. And he also had no problem saying, you know, no, I have to check on that. I have to get back to you. Here was the guy at the top of his game that didn't have all the answers. And I took notice. This actually made an impression on me. And then I started seeing a pattern like, I'll talk about this in other podcasts, but your mind sees what you go to focus on. And I thought, okay, I'm kind of a mess right here with my like anxiety and everything. And my partner, my mentor at the time here is, doesn't appear to be really that anxious about anything. And he's going on and doing everything. Like maybe I need to look to see what these high performers are doing and like, how are they operating? And what I noticed was of all these high achievers that were around me, they didn't have it all figured out either. In fact, most of them just didn't obsess, right? They were just so busy taking massive action. They were not caught up in the tiny minutia of worrying about every tiny little thing. They were massive action takers and they were doers. They were not perfectionists. Their presentations and their marketing materials were good for sure, but they didn't obsess over them being perfect. Their knowledge of real estate, real estate was actually extremely strong, right? They knew a ton, but they didn't have a problem saying, you know what? I don't know. I need to double check on that. Let me get back to you. They didn't expect themselves to be perfect, but they did set a standard to be in constant action. This revolution, revolution, revelation, this revelation, there's an imperfect thing, actually changed everything for me. And by the way, here's a perfect example, a sidebar. We're not going to re like record this. We're just going to let it fly because I know none of you care. You guys don't expect me to be perfect. So anyways, this revelation changed everything for me. Once I realized I didn't have to have all the answers or be perfect at everything, like my website didn't have to be perfect, my materials, my market knowledge, the contract language, it was so liberating and so freeing. I was able just to go and do and figure it out on the way and be very comfortable in my own skin going, you know, this is what I would do. This is how it is. This is my thought. But you know, if you really want me to deep dive into that, I'd be happy to do that. I'll get back to you this afternoon or tomorrow. Not once did I have somebody look at me and go, well, huh, can't believe you didn't know that and you're not perfect. I'm going to go work for somebody else or with somebody else. It just doesn't work that way. You just have to give yourself some permission. I see so many people in the business obsessing about things in the business that they never do the actual business. They're always getting ready. They're always studying. They're always planning for it. They're always figuring it out. They're always like checking things out and they're never actually doing the business. I can't tell you how many little superstars I have met in the business, particularly on the real estate investing side that don't, they've been coming from real estate and they don't know jack shit about it. In fact, they are somewhat scary sometimes about how little they know about some of it. They are doing amazing things because they decide to just go for it. And if they make a mistake or whatever, they fix it, they clean it up, they move on. Now, I'm not saying to be a cowboy and just go dive into things and be willy-nilly, but what I am saying is that that perfectionism can really stop you when people who actually know less and are less prepared have decided just to take the action. Here's a strong statement. I have found that perfectionism is just a form of procrastination. It's fear. It's literally that perfectionism, it's an excuse and it gives your brain a reason to not have to do the thing that you're actually afraid to do. That's actually all it is. So even for myself, if I find myself sort of being a perfectionist about something, I now know to check myself and be like, okay, 
is this a situation where I actually just really want it a certain way, which yes, that does happen. And I'm kind of like a visual person. So a lot of times it's around visual marketing things and things like that and how things feel or, and that's okay. That's having a standard. I want it to be this way. Or am I being a perfectionist and reworking something because I'm afraid? I'm afraid to make a mistake. I'm afraid like it might not work out. I'm afraid that like somebody might think it's weird. If that's what it is, then I know that perfectionism is just be having a crutch. And I have to like look at it and call it what it is and be like, eh, this is good enough. We just need to go. So the moral of all this, just do it. It's the Nike thing. Just go do it. Do it. Do it messy. Do it imperfect. Just try it. You know, like you're not going to die unless you're doing something like skydiving imperfectly. Don't do that. But like literally business stuff, just try it out and go for it. Will you make a mistake? Probably. If you're trying enough things, you're going to make a mistake. Actually, definitely. There will always be a mistake somewhere along the way. But guess what? All those gurus and heroes that you have in the business that you're looking up to, they too have made a ton of mistakes. And guess what? They're still all gurus and heroes. They survived. They got where they were because they're willing to take action. They course correct, they take note, and they do it better next time. The difference between them and the masses is that they're willing to be uncomfortable and try something new and figure it out as they go. It's like a muscle. They have exercised a skill and they can make decisions, take risks, and try things quicker and faster with less stress and more confidence. This happens with me. In real estate, in fact, my brother is somewhat newly licensed in real estate. He's been there for a couple of years. He'll be like, what are we going to do about that? And I'll say, I don't know. We'll figure it out. And he's now realized that the skill is not always in knowing all the answers. It's in having the confidence to know we will figure out the answer. You know better. You do better. Again, you rinse and repeat. I have been in this business for a while. I'm on year 20. And this is what I know. The more I know, the more I know there is to learn. And the less it bothers me to come across something new. This business changes daily, constantly. There's always new ways of doing things or new rules or new laws or new broker requirements or who knows what. You will never know it all or have all the answers. There's new strategies. As an investor, I'm like, wow, that's an interesting way of doing something. There's contract stuff. There's compliance things. I'm constantly being like, oh, you know what? Let me check that out. I have a call on Monday to talk through an attorney on something I want to do that I'm not quite sure if I should do it a certain way. Like this is the nature of the beast is being in places where you're figuring it out and it gets easier and easier the more you do it because you realize that is the game is the figuring it out and it's not the having it figured out and then sailing off into the sunset. So all this to say, take more messy, imperfect action towards whatever goal you want to achieve, whatever business you want to build, or even whatever investment you want to make. Get help and call on the advisors when you need them, but don't wait until everything is absolutely perfect before you make a move. Because perfection is an illusion and you will be waiting forever. Have a great rest of your day, you guys. Go take some action and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on my Elevate Quick Thoughts. If this spoke to you, I would be so grateful for you to give me a quick review and even better if you would share it with a friend. I'm here three times a week, so I look forward to catching up with you on the next one. See you soon.